And so every time he came over to the corner, I just started yelling about his podcast and telling him that Fabian Herbers was a better podcast host. Um, <laughs> that was my favorite part of the game because there wasn't much else to root for on the field. Because Union goals scored by AJ and Luke, the Goofy Brothers. Hey guys, Stupid Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia, joined by my co-host and my brother. I am Luke. I'm up here in Philly. It is episode 91. 91. Worn famously by... No one. Somebody. Slim Pickens. Maybe a football player. Yeah, Tommy Tinker toy. (laughs) All right. So we'll talk about the uh, DC game. Always a win. Always fun to talk about those matchups. Um, and then the second half will be a little bit of a grab bag. You got U.S. games, uh, Design FC, a little rumor. And we'll announce who won our added time bracelets for giving us some reviews of the pod. So appreciate all the people who participated in that. We'll do a live draw on the pod. So uh, stay tuned to the end. You might be a winner. So uh, Sunday night hot as balls but i got to go to the dc game my buddy tom saved me a ticket uh he always saves me his dc first philly tickets and so i appreciate that if you're listening buddy um hey tom and i always feel good uh going into the dc games because we've really had their number for a long time i mean i can't remember the last time dc beat us um and you can't really i feel like you can't say that about too many teams like usually it's a little more even but really taking the reins of that that uh tilt yeah um, how how was the stadium there because i know you've got to go to one union game i got i got to go to a couple we 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 had some some nice atmospheres in in the subaru park but how was how was it down in audi audi field because that is a nice stadium but how was the atmosphere with like the limited crowds and everything uh you know now it just kind of seems normal being limited yeah um yeah. so I, I felt like it felt regular and uh i think the more shock will be when it's not limited anymore. And it's like, holy crap, there's so many people here. And that's going to be a really cool thing. Um, I don't know if, like, like the volume, I'm used to the volume now with these limited crowds. And I'm, I'm curious to see if, like, when everyone's there, if everybody's just going to be like, holy crap, there's so much noise right now. This is so awesome. Um, because people are making a little bit more noise because there's less people. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's good. Um Saw Jay Sugarman there. Uh, <laughs> froze. Didn't didn't say anything to him. That's what my life regrets. But I'll go come another time. Um, I saw a ball guy. He tried to jump over the fence to go get a ball into the field. Landed flat on his back. The crowd got nice and loud for that. That was pretty fun. Good. Um, and then then there was a soccer game as well. So that that was that. Um, what you what did you think of the game on your end? I mean, the game wasn't. I don't know. It, it wasn't. It wasn't our best game. You know, we pretty sloppy. Wasn't super exciting. You know, obviously, a one-zero game isn't gonna ever be super exciting for the most part. So, I don't know. It, it, I'm just glad we got the result. It was one of those like, you know, just get through this game. We were fortunate to get the goal. Like not not because of the offside stuff, but because we just weren't really building a whole lot of chances. 
Right. So, I, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it was a nice goal. I, I was I was super psyched with, about 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 that goal, but I mean, outside of you know that, outside of Glesnes and Blake making some some great plays and having some good performances, there wasn't a whole lot to get get really excited about this game. Yeah. It. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I, my games that I've seen this year. I saw them lose to Inter Miami at home. Oh right, right. Uh, I was there at the Red Bull win, one nothing scored in what like the third minute or something, and then this one. So I haven't, I, I can't say I've really seen a very exciting game for the Union this year. Um, but I'll, I'll keep showing up. I'll keep doing it when I'm allowed. Uh, so that goal was pretty sick. Uh, uh, the the chip, the finish, but then I gotta say I hate hate hate. If you're, if you're a listener to the pod, you know how I feel about VAR. It's so annoying, man, because – and you can see me on the replay. You watch the replay. I'm in the corner, my yellow uh, tie-dyed Lovey Knights jersey. I got that on. I'm in the corner. I get up. I celebrate, and then they're saying VAR, and everyone's just going, oh, okay. Or, or they said offside. They said offside. Everyone's like, oh, okay, no goal. And then it goes to VAR. They're like, actually, it's a goal. It was, it was a good play. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. And all right, now we're just going back to playing. So it's just it via it rob it robs us of these moments. And I and you're gonna be like, oh well, it got the call right. And it's like, yeah, but at the same time, they, yeah, the call was right, but the moment was wrong. <laughs> and so that, uh, that's, I, that's I, I get I get this, and I I I I argue with Dad with this point all the time, but um. I get that, but like it's yeah, they got the call right. It was done fairly quickly compared to other other um, instances. But how how much worse would you feel if we tied this game or lost this game, and that was the difference? Like, and that goal was wasn't called because it was initially called offsides, and it was that was a clearly onsides goal. Like that's and that's what I have to think about. And like I get the moments, but like like I feel like the moments aren't the. Uh, aren't the things that we like have to like what's i don't know how to describe it but they're they're not like the most important part of the game the most important part of the game is you know the result and getting getting things right i'm gonna call false on that right there i listen no listen no i know i'm not making this point right but yeah you, you go ahead what are sports made to do i know yeah but entertain entertain they're supposed to they all in all sports don't matter at all they don't they're good for the economy, I guess, you know, that kind of stuff and all, you know, but really they're a point of entertainment and uh, VAR, I feel like is ruining some of the entertainment factor. And um, I, I don't know. I, and if you ask particularly about this game, did we deserve to win this game? I think you could make a fair argument that no, I think we got lucky. So uh, VAR, you know, did us a favor in the standings and all, but my point is, just, you know, sports are here to entertain and you're taking a part or taking a part of that away by not letting me celebrate. We had, there's one goal in this game. It was one goal and we couldn't celebrate because um, it was called offside and then called back onside. And, you know, if the game goes zero, zero, maybe, maybe the union play it differently. Maybe they push, maybe they get another goal and we get to celebrate that one. But I'm just saying, you know, yeah, We've had this conversation enough, but yeah, I just I'm sick of VAR. It just sucks to stand up, scream, and cheer, and then have to sit back down and then find out it was right because I I, I was right there. I knew it was onside, <laughs> um, and I 
I'm fine if you make a bad call and then we get to be on the refs and it builds the stadium atmosphere. I think bad calls are part of sports and part of the entertainment value. It's kind of like, uh, I, don't know, I used to watch this show on NBC called The Office. And part of the joy of that show is the cringe and, and the, uh, I don't know, just those moments that just make you go, oh, that's, I can't believe that was said. Uh, I can't believe that call was made. That was a wrong, that was a goal kick, not a corner kick. Oh, they scored. Like, it's like all these moments that are entertaining and, and you go away talking about it. Um, it. I think that's more important than, hey, he was, you know, two centimeters on. He was two centimeters offside. He was leaning just a little bit too much, so he's offside. So that goal counted or didn't count. And it just drives me up the wall. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to be the VAR defender in this, but I, I, I feel like I, do, I, I want to have an argument against you, I, I, but I don't want to be that. I, want, I don't really want to defend that much, defend VAR that much, so I'm just going to leave it. Um, All right, let me just keep going then. <laughs> if you're going to give me the green light, here we go. I think, I think you said enough. All um, right. But so, yeah, yeah, you kind of talk like this game wasn't great. We maybe couldn't shouldn't have won this game but we did and um i, th I think that yeah that just shows some, some of the quality that we that we this team possesses that that, that that you know how to win ugly now and that's you know we, we've said it before that's not something that they've done before and but a lot of it comes in this in this game comes comes down to uh, like how good glesness was like he was a he was a monster he was everywhere and, and i feel like it was probably our last podcast that i was like kind of down on him doubting if if he and Elliot were were the the strong pairing that we that we need this whole season, and Glezis, he was incredible this game. He was everywhere. Yeah, and to that point, um, all right, two points hit on. Yes, we're winning these games that we uh are not used to winning. That's just kind of what good teams do. They win win games when they don't play play well. I'm going to come back to that because it was mentioned on another podcast, which I'm going to wrap into another story here. Um, but then with Glesnes playing so well after you calling him out for not, it tells me one of two things. It either tells me he's listening to the pod. And I feel like this has happened multiple times where we say something about a player and then the next week they go out and just perform really well. So they're probably loyal listeners. <laughs> that's, that's the most likely case. Another case could be that we just don't know what we're talking about and we're idiots, but that's probably not as likely because... You know, we're almost 100 <laughs> episodes in, so there's a chance we might know. And so the players are most likely listening, and we're just geniuses. So uh, well done, man. Well done. Can't wait to can't wait to hear who you're going to call out this week. So That's they can have really Yeah, can't wait either. I don't know who to decide on now. I know. I know. <laughs> a lot weighs on it now. Um, so on the field was uh, Julian Gressel, and he, we have a we have something in common with uh, Julian Gressel. He's also hosting a an amateurish podcast <laughs> with another dude. They're not brothers, but him and Fabian Herbers. Anyway, my point of bringing him up is because they they on their podcast talked about um, obviously this game and how Philly has become a team that just keeps winning, just grinding out these results. And um, Fabian and Julian, they both lost the union in Chicago and DC and they both kind of had the same experience where it wasn't like the union's best performance but they were the ones who got the points and uh you know got out got out on the road so yeah um, and both of them were home when they lost to the union so 
Um, speaking of Gressel, uh, my favorite part of the game, being there, I was right in the corner, two rows up, and Julian Gressel takes corners for DC. And so every time he came over to the corner, I just started yelling about his podcast and telling him that Fabian Herbers was a better podcast host. Um, <laughs> that was my favorite part of the game because there wasn't much else to root for on the field because we weren't, you know, doing things to root for. But uh, yeah, that was that was fun. Nice. Um, then also at some point, just another little story from the game because I was there. I got represent. So Montero got kind of like hurt, whatever, gets subbed off, and he's walking across the sideline near us. And some DC guys were giving him some some big-time crap, kind of because they thought he was time-wasting, also just because you got to give crap to the opponent, uh, opposing players. And, I mean, they were giving it to him pretty good, but he just kind of looked up and was like kind of like smiling at them, nodding, acknowledging them, but he was eating it up and kind of like egging them on a little bit. And... Um, yeah, so then more people got into it, but he, he enjoyed playing the, uh, the villain down there. So that was, that was kind of cool to see that side outside of the pitch, kind of seeing him taking on that role of, yeah, kind of like come at me, but you're going to see what I do on the field. And, um, it was his, his pass that won the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I did have to call out to him and he liked my shirt. So nice. I just had to rep. I just show him that, you know, he had some some uh, allies in the crowd there yeah that's cool yeah I, I, I that's cool to hear because yeah he, i mean he's a small guy but he is fearless and yeah, yeah it's it's cool it's I, uh, it's fun to watch yeah i think yeah and i think that's a side that a couple of the union guys probably i, I feel like you could probably say the whole midfield kind of they're kind of like villainous in a way you know but doya he's a guy who i mean he, he could be a hero but also you know if you're on the other team you're you're probably not gonna like him if you're the ref, you're probably not going to like him either. Mm-hmm. Um, Martinez, obviously. Right. Goes right. Without saying. And then, you know, Flock. He's I, just... I feel like his playing style is probably annoying because he, like, is one of those guys that just has, like, a lot of energy. He's just always buzzing around and, and doing, the, like, the, the small little things, like the small, like, right moves and, and right passes that just is, like, probably just rushing to, to defend because he's always... He's, he's a great, like, decision maker in these... And, like, the... You know the, the small decisions that like in in midfield that that is probably just like tough tough to keep up with for defending. So not not exactly villainous, but just like probably a frustrating guy to play against. Yeah, yeah. And then probably just kind of think about the other positions on the field. Our strikers are kind of like not terribly villainous. I would say I'm Santos. Thinking, think, Santos is annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably yeah. <laughs> for other teams, is he's annoying? Yeah. Yeah, Casper sometimes can get into guys. Yeah. But... Yeah. But definitely, yeah, Santos is probably – I want to talk about him in a second, too. Okay. Um, okay. But then I feel like we have a pretty nice defense, good and solid, obviously. But I feel like – I feel like all all those guys who play, Baizo, Elliot, Glesnes, and Wagner, I feel like they're all just kind of like quiet but very good. Right. And I think Baizo probably has the most fun on the field just because he's got the most little like tricks that he's able to pull off. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only – I think Glesnes has had moments of, you know, stepping up. Like, remember he did like the big fist bump in front of Iguain when he skied his PK, and I feel like oh, Glesnes, yeah. he, I feel like he decked a guy in in Zapriza from what I remember. So I, he's had some moments, but yeah, he's definitely not not like a uh, you know Mar- Martinez type. But as a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just kind of shows a lot of our grit comes from that midfield spot. Definitely. Yeah. Yo, speaking of Santos, okay, 
How do you feel about him uh, rolling around on the ground so much? I mean, I I can look past it more just because he plays for our team. Like it it doesn't bother me as much when we're usually like in a winning position and he's doing this. Like I get that it's a frustrating tactic and that like drives me crazy when other teams do it. But like when it's on our team, like yeah, we do it too. Like it's just like I don't know. It's you see it everywhere. So I'd rather have a guy who does it than be the team that has no one who does it and and that could lead to like the other team doing like getting more chances and everything so like i I don't know i feel like it's just part of the game i don't love it but it's if it's gonna happen we might as well have someone who does it and he does it pretty well like he knows what he's how to (laughs) how to work the gamesmanship and and all that and getting getting defenders and even other coaches heads like they he's a freshman guy to play against and that's that's good that's what you kind of especially when you want from strikers to like really like make an impact in, in any way possible so I don't know. Yeah. I, I get it's frustrating, and I definitely get that. Uh, maybe you, you want to argue against that, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, I feel like he's um, embodying kind of a bigger thing that I feel like the Union have grown into this season, and starting with the CCL, which is the CONCACAFing. The, you know, we're rolling around, we're taking a little extra time, a little, a little more chip. I feel like we're a little more chippy and a little more aggressive in certain spots than other teams are. Um and it's just kind of more of an alpha mentality. We may have mentioned this last week. I don't know. Um, and like at times that it makes me nervous because you got some guys out there who are a little reckless with their yellow accumulation. And uh, I don't think we have time for me to go over my <laughs> thoughts on that. But um, yeah, I feel like, feel like the second half of the second half of most games, that last quarter of the game, I feel like, they're just getting up in guys' faces a little more, a little more chippy, and then also on the ground a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of interesting of their development and how much that came from, I don't know, playing playing in Saprisa, then Atlanta kind of bringing those aspects of the game yeah. more to life. And I, I think Santos, do, like, he doesn't do it to draw a foul that's going to ruin a chance that he could have without like getting a foul. Like, I feel like that's something that we've seen like, like tactic Castellanos on um, NYC. Like he will, whenever he gets into the box, he will just fall. And like Santos will fall if he can't get to the ball, if he can't make the play. Like I feel like, like we've seen like other guys, like on other teams, like fall while they still have a chance at scoring, you know, or still have a chance at right, like, getting yeah. the ball off. Like that's, that's the frustrating stuff that would drive me crazy. But like, I feel like I don't see Santos doing that as much which is why it doesn't bother me as much. And it's just a little bit of like that game and that can go either way. But yeah. that, that, that's where my like line would be if that started to happen, I guess. Yeah, I gotcha. I yeah. gotcha. Cool, man. Yeah. But okay, back to the game. I, I want to talk about like, there's like two points I want to want to touch on. One, it's like a, one that's been like frustrating. I feel like we talked about before, but our, our passing has been just off. And, yeah. and a lot of it like coming out of the back is just, they just can't figure it out. And a lot of it's like, I don't know if it's just like they're the center backs are, are like not in the get, getting the right angles to like get to the, the fullback or fullbacks or the, or the midfield. Like they're just something it's like all these passes are just like, it's like feels like just four yards off and it's just like they're trying to spray it wide and it just like goes out of bounds and the, and the, and the, the guy trying to see the ball just isn't there. And it's like, I, it, it seems to have, be happening so frequently in like every one of these games. And like, I'm not sure what's happening. Like, and I thought this game, they'd be able to, 
we wouldn't see that as much because they had a full week of training. Maybe they could, you know, figure out positioning if that was the case, if that was the thing that was that was off that like they had the time to be able to maybe work out some of these kinks. And, and this DC game, we really didn't see it. And maybe that's just credit to DC because they did play well and, you know, we're, we're playing us pretty well. But it, it just keeps happening. I, I'm just getting a little frustrated. I, I don't know if it's just goes back to the lack of Mark McKenzie because he's such a good passer. He's so good on the ball. But, you know, like Elliot's, He's a good good passer too. Like Lezis maybe isn't his strongest suit, but like there are just so many missed passes, and and Baizo's a a, a a factor in this too. Like he's he misses a lot of easy passes too, which is frustrating. You know, obviously he's he's having a great still you know having some great performances, but like th- those things that like are driving me crazy with with these these past couple of games. Yeah, yeah, I think there is definitely some cleaning up that needs to be done. I wonder how much of that also comes down to just the lack of time off or a la- uh, lack of like practice time just because they've gone, you know, three games, three games, three games. And now they're just finally getting into some rhythm of hey, time off. Let's practice. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, soccer players should be able to complete a pass um, more than we might be seeing, but hopefully, hopefully that'll get cleaned up as they've, they're getting more time to practice and, yeah, uh, and they have a big break coming up, so hopefully all that stuff, Karen will be able to, you know, figure out what's going wrong, and they can figure, they can iron the iron it out. But yeah, it just been happening a lot, so I just wanted to touch on it. But another big point that we haven't even talked about yet is um, Gazdak. He debuted in this game. Yeah, so, yeah. How about that? That was that was cool. That was exciting. Yeah, I was I was definitely talking up to Tom and uh, striking fear into. <laughs> DC fans all around. So yeah. So what what do you think of his debut? He got thirty I, minutes, a um, little more than maybe we expected. But yeah, what did you see? Yeah, I, um, not much. Mm-hmm. To be truthful, I don't think I don't think we got much of a. a I th- I think he had maybe one or two nice touches that I was like, okay, that guy can play. He's got some technical abilities, and then I felt like he had some nice, uh, like right off the bat, some physical challenges where he wasn't afraid to step in step into a challenge and so i thought that was that was good to see almost reminiscent to when uh connor casey first came on for the union <laughs> and his first move was the deck guy yeah um i think guys like his first move of the game was a 50 50 and he he went in pretty hard and i was like yes that's cool that's cool for our 10 to be you know not afraid to shy away from a challenge right yeah no i yeah i, I agree I, I i i like seeing him out there but yeah it, we didn't see much i i, I it, it honestly felt like once he subbed in the union just never had the ball <laughs> it felt like yeah, they were just yeah, like defending true, the whole time and like we couldn't see like anything that he could do on the ball yeah he had a couple touches but and he seemed yeah like he said like he seemed like strong he seems like he knows what he's doing so like it was encouraging just to see him out there because and it sucks because now he's he he's going back to um, the Hungarian Hungarian national team for you know Euro, um, you know training for that and everything. So he's not going to be be around for Portland the Portland game. So it's going to be like you know another like whenever they come back another like month until we get to see him. But it's cool that he, he yeah he, he at least came um, for for a little bit. So uh, yeah, I guess there's not much really else to say though. He passed, yeah. he passed the eye test as much as possible in the 30 minutes that he could um, with the limited amount of time the Union had the ball. 
There you go. <laughs> and I feel like with uh, with him, I feel like this was such a small piece, but big picture that you wanted to get him over to the States and introduce the team so that you yeah. can kind of be past that moment when, when it's actually go time for him to be with the squad regularly. So right. now that that's all kind of behind us. Now it's just kind of welcoming back in and, and let's go. Yeah. And anyway, now we can see him play against literally the best teams in Europe. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah, man. Philadelphia union product in the, in the euros. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe not product piece. What do you say? What would we say? A piece? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we could really claim him yet. He played 30 minutes and spent like 48 hours in, in America. I feel like, but uh, yeah. Hey, we'll see how good he does before we start claiming him. <laughs> All, right. All right. Union best, union worst. What do you got? Okay. I mean, the best, it's going to be the, uh, the obvious choice. Uh, Glasnus. Um, yeah. He was just a monster. So that's going to be an easy pick. So back to you. Back to me. I'll go. <laughs> I, I guess. Uh, I mean, Blake put a shutout. I'll go Montero though for the for the pass. I think the pass was awesome. Yeah. I just love that pass. The the finish, the touch and finish was awesome too. But um, I like the pass more. Yeah, we went on a whole VR rant that we couldn't even talk about the actual goal. But yeah, the, the pass, all of it was sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other than yeah, other than the offside of VAR, you're right. Yeah, yeah. We we don't have to talk about that anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh Union Worst. Uh you wanna go first? Um, no, I I can't think of who. <laughs> All right, sweet, me neither. Um I'm gonna go with Martinez. Okay, yeah, that was, that's a good one. Yeah, I, he got stupid yellow for kicking the ball away. Yeah. It's like I, like as soon as he did that, I was like, You idiot like you need to not pick up those kinds of yellows. Like like get a yellow for a hard tackle, but not for kicking a ball 15 yards. And it wasn't even like he blasted it, but it was like yeah. just enough at, at the wrong time when we've already been warned for time wasting. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just frustrating. It, it, like, cause we, we just want him to keep his head. And there, yeah, those are the kind of moments that it's, that's so frustrating. And then even like the rest of his, his game, he seemed pretty quiet. I thought he'd come out with a lot more energy after having the time off and he'd want to, you know, come back and prove himself and, and everything. But he wasn't really um, as influential in the game as, as I would have expected. Yeah. 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 My worst. Uh... Yeah. I, I don't really have one. I was going to say Bedoya because he didn't call out Congress for anything this time. Hmm. Yeah. Because that's just what he does in DC. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I guess I don't really have a worse. Yeah, I like the Martinez shout. Um, I mean, our, our forwards are kind of everyone was just kind of a quiet. It was just kind of a quiet performance overall. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just the heat, the DC heat. Swamp. Swamp. <laughs> right. I, I think we're done talking about this. I yeah. think I think people can tell. All right. So let's take a break. After the break, we'll do a grab bag and we'll announce who our big winners are for some added time soccer bracelets. So come back after this. Hey guys, it's the Brothers Podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. AJ and Luke here. Uh, Luke, I got a rumor for you. Alvis Pal training with the union. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I did not expect a right back rumor um, with how... Baizo has been playing and we have Harriel who seems like a good um 
good homegrown that, that that might be ready soon but maybe maybe he's not maybe Powell just could come in to be a, a nice depth there with or behind um Bizo, hopefully behind Bizo because I, I I don't want him to be replaced Bizo's uh, not going anywhere yeah yeah I, but it's it's good depth I mean this guy has you know a, a good amount of MLS experience um still 26 he's played what did I say? You think he has like forty something caps with with Jamaica? So yep, like, yep. a, you know, a, a pretty I, I'd say well rounded um, career for as far as like MLS fullbacks go. So I, I, I'm not against that if we sign. I'm sure he won't won't be too expensive. Um, so yeah, I mean, why not? Like, it's also on his his transfer market. I don't know how much much he has played, but he says he could also play center back, which would be nice because we need some could use some more depth there. Um, being that we only have. Colin and Finley, who we haven't seen Finley yet, um, and Colin is pretty old, so having some nice d- defensive depth is um is not bad. So, I, I, any any more thoughts about about uh, possibly getting this guy for you? Yeah, I think I think it's he's got his green card, which is also a big mm. big positive. You don't have to do any whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Just just a guy to sit on the bench um, for the big moments but can play different spots as a depth yeah um we also haven't seen them rotate much so you figure they they've got to get some there's gonna have a lot of games obviously this summer and guys out on duty uh here and there so you figure you got to have a few more players coming in just to fill some holes and yeah um he seems like a nice fit obviously friends with uh, Corey and Andre from the Jamaican team. So there's going to be some familiarity there too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely like the idea of filling in your depth with um, guys that have MLS experience. Yeah. It just feels like they're not... e- easier to call on. Yeah. And it's not something we've seen a whole lot of with the union. Right. Um, yeah. I think we've made or talked about before where like the union only have two or three guys who have played with another MLS team ever. Right, right. So, oh, pardon. Nice. Um. Oh yeah. So I wasn't gonna burp this one. Made <laughs> to the second half. Yeah. All right, man. So, uh, moving on. I'll let you. I'll let you talk about this next one because it's all about design stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, I I hope a lot of people are familiar with this. Um, this uh, organization that that Warren Cabal started called Design FC. Um, there was an article about on MLS Soccer about one of their recent, um, uh, I don't know, things they've done, uh, which is really cool. So what Design FC is, is Kraval and another guy, um, Amri Gal, started an after-school program in Chester for elementary, middle school kids learning design, graphic design, like, and just, just you know, like learning how, learning how to design stuff, or what it takes to you know make make shirts or whatever. Uh, their first product was designing a soccer jersey and these kids weren't really soccer fans they didn't really like you know have any like idea of what a soccer jersey needed to look like so they had this all this creative freedom to make everything they wanted and they have these incredible designs with all this really powerful like messaging and just awesome graphics and it's just really cool stuff that that um this this organization has created and these kids have, have have done so it's just like the coolest organization and and for me it just feels like the perfect you know uh combination of all these things that i love so it's 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 a really cool organization um and they just recently um announced uh that they are getting these jerseys in fifa so you can i I don't know how you could play 
with these jerseys and FIFA at these kids design, which is like the coolest thing ever. If I was a kid, I install something I made on, on FIFA on the, on the video game. It'd be like mind blowing. So really, really cool to see. And, um, there's awesome, awesome stuff that Kravala and, and this organization is doing. And, um, on to also with that, they have a, a whole line of, uh, of merch, which is really cool stuff. Um, and I, I got, I, I just got my, I made an order just came today. I got a nice shirt and hoodie that the uh that these kids made and it's just really cool stuff you look at their designfc.org and you can see um one thing i really like is just to see like these kids have these profiles and they have like all you know they're allowed they just you know have all this stuff they want to say and they throw it on this website and like and you read all their story and all their you know you know what how they feel about the, the program and how they feel about like what they're designing and their messaging behind everything they're designing like it's a had this whole big flat platform to just share all these ideas that they have and all these things that they want to say. So it just it just feels like the coolest the coolest thing. So I I think everyone everyone should check it out and and play play FIFA with these jerseys. Maybe buy some stuff or just or just uh, support them on and follow them on social media. So it's just it's just cool stuff. I wanted to wanted to shout out. Uh, do you know their their handle? Is there like an Instagram or a Twitter? Yeah, I want to or something. Yeah, let me just look real quick. Um, I think it's called DFC After School on Instagram. Okay. DFC dot After School on Instagram. I don't believe they're on Twitter, but uh, and then designfc.org on is their website. But yeah, cool stuff. It was really cool to see when all their um, all the the clothing that got once they received all the clothing that they're gonna ship out. They're all all the kids are just taking pictures with all the packaging and like stuff mm -hmm. with all the stuff. Was, like, all, getting all excited to see all the orders coming in and everything. So just just really cool stuff that um that uh Kravala and, and these guys are a part of so yeah. yeah we'll say uh there's a video on twitter of one of the kids reading the letter that says that his jersey's going to be in in fifa and yeah. it is one it, it's just phenomenal to watch him and his mom uh his mom's recording and they just like go nuts it's really cool yeah there's also um there's an article about this just going a little bit deeper into it with uh on mlssoccer.com um, definitely I would suggest checking that out because the, some, some of the kids kind of say how much it meant to them to have a canvas that they could put their thoughts onto thoughts that they felt like they didn't have the voice to say, but this has given them a voice and, and an outlet for some of their inner thoughts. And it was, it was really deep to hear what these kids were saying and their feelings. Um, so yeah, yeah. Very, very good shout out there. Well done. Well yeah. done everyone. Yeah. it's awesome yeah all right uh, let's move on to more awesomeness yeah coming up this weekend um uh i guess obviously champions league final two americans two pennsylvania boys yeah uh who you got in that one Whew. um pulisic or stefan i i want to say pulisic because I, he's going to be on the field but it's also cool i played against stefan in high school so it'd be cool to say I played against not only a Premier League champion, but a Champions League champion. Um, True. I, even though he might not, I'm, you know, he won't be on the field playing for uh, City in, in this final. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm kind of rooting for, for, for Chelsea, I think, um, just because, yeah, I mean, City won, you know, they, they won everything. And, and I think it'd be more of a, a, a fun thing to watch and, and see Pulisic gets a play, you know, if he gets on the field and gets to play and, uh, that'd just be cool to see. Yeah, I, yeah, what an incredible moment for American soccer, though, in this in this final. Yeah, right on. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be pulling for Chelsea as well. So, um, 
other other national team stuff. The national team roster was announced. A couple Union products on it. Aronson McKenzie, obviously. Um, and both have a good shot at getting some meaningful time in this little camp. You got, uh, what, Switzerland, right? Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah. Switzerland yeah. Yeah, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then coming back to the States, going all the way out to Denver for Nation, Nations League. Mm-hmm. And then another friendly versus Costa Rica after that semifinal and final. So you got four games coming up for these um, these guys. So Aronson and McKenzie should definitely get some playing time, especially with Pulisic being in uh, Champions League the day before their first game. And then Aaron Long being out, kind of opening up a potential center back spot. It'll probably be either McKenzie or... Um, Who's that other tall dude? Miazga. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. So it'd be those two batting. Gosh, I, I don't, I don't believe in Miazga. So I hope, I hope McKenzie gets some good minutes there. Him and John Brooks holding it down in the back. That'd be pretty, pretty awesome pairing right there. Yeah. Man, yeah, it's 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 crazy to think about the fact that we have an American from Pennsylvania playing in Champions League, and because of that, we're gonna have Ameri- or an American. From the Union Academy playing for the U.S. national team. Pretty cool weekend for for all of us. Yeah, um, yeah. What what better way to celebrate your Memorial Day than uh, watching some USA soccer? How about that? Yeah. Man, um, yeah. And they could actually win. A, there's not any. There's a friendly, but then there's also some real meaningful games where I feel like we haven't seen the U.S. men's team play in a, in a long time, and men's senior team play in a long time. Um, so. You know, hopefully they get it done against Honduras, and and I'd like to see them play in the final against uh, Mexico, even though they have to go get through Costa Rica first. But a U.S. Mexico final for a trophy would be, and that'd, that'd be pretty sweet too. And, and with this roster, hopefully all these guys stay healthy because the, we seems like our the roster that they they're pulling in for this um, this set of games is is pretty strong, and all these guys are the, are the guys we we've been waiting to see all play together. So it's. Hopefully it all works out and we we get to see some pretty exciting U.S. games. Yeah, I feel like this like little golden generation, if that's what you want to call it. I, I'm still nervous because I, I, we haven't seen them all play together. Yeah. And they always seem to be kind of getting hurt. Yeah. And so I, I I just have this like nervousness like. Oh, yeah, for sure. How durable are they? But at the same time, it's probably uh, there's probably part of it is the fact that they're they're all like 22 and under and playing in top leagues with a uh, top physicality. So, you know, there's probably some, something in that where they're just a little bit younger than a lot of the guys they're playing against. So I'm hoping that's just it. And they're just going to keep growing, getting stronger and then be dishing out the pain to others. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, every time it feels like, all right, we got Pulisic, McKenny Adams are all going to be here in this camp. And then, oh, Adams is hurt or all Pulisic's hurt, but it, at the moment, I, all these guys are healthy, and Adams coming back from injury, and and everyone else seems to be ready to go. I, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's exciting. I'm I'm really hoping, uh, really excited to watch these games, almost more so than the Union game coming up, just because these U.S. games are really starting to like take hold with with this roster. That's just so exciting to watch. I really hope it uh, actually works out. <laughs> yeah, well, I I think all of us are, man. I think all of us are. I yeah. agree. I agree. So, um, let's let's talk Portland. Then we'll do some shout-outs and prize giveaways. So, what 
What are your thoughts on this Portland game coming up? Oof. Yeah, I mean, they... I know they have so many injury problems. Like, they have, like, lost, like, all their goalkeepers. Um, but they're still getting results, and they're still... They, they, you, you, the guys they are health, have healthier are still talented dudes. So they're, they're a scary team. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about this game. Um, just because, yeah, Portland is, is one of the teams that, like, they're kind of like how we were talking about, like, we know how to team... We know how to grind out results, even when we play ugly you know, we're, we're kind of becoming that kind of team. Portland's like been that team for years. You know, they're, they're the kind mm-hmm. of team that, that just knows how, how to do it and, and have, has quality no matter what. So I'm, I'm a little nervous. Um, you know, Eric Williamson's been like killing it this year that always, you know, Valeri, the char, char guys, it's, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm more nervous about this game than I have. I probably bet any other season game since um, Columbus. Well, not, that doesn't make me feel great because I put $100 on the union already. So, uh, great. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're coming off a 3-0 win versus L.A. Uh, granted, yeah. L.A. went down to 10 men pretty early. Um, they beat San Jose before that, but they did lose to Seattle before that, and they were knocked out of CCL. Um, it's a Sunday night game, cross-country it's always tough. I, yeah, yeah, it, it's gonna be tough. It's it's definitely gonna be tough. But I I think I think during our predictions, you'll hear. I'm pretty confident. I'm gonna be <laughs> rolling in it. All right. All right, man. Um, you give your shout out, and then we'll we'll announce winners for our uh, little contest we had. And if you don't know what the contest is, screw you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. So um. Uh, my fiance I, I shared a little story that I, I was so excited to hear about that I wanted wanted to shout out on the pod. Um, she works. Doobie fiance, how about that? Doobie yeah, fiance. she always asks for a shout out, even though she never listens. But now she's getting one. Um, so she works at Benjamin Franklin, Benjamin Franklin High School, um, in Center City, in Center City, um, and it's it's in. Uh, the building is like combined with like another school called SLA. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know what what the acronym stands for, but she walked, wandered into the other side of the school and met um, some some uh, teachers or administration that that worked on on that side. That, she, that and she was wearing her Black Lives Matter MLS shirt, and they started talking about MLS. And she was she said like, oh yeah, I'm big Union fan. My, you know, my fiance has a podcast, and they like they 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 were very excited to hear that that uh, she was engaged to a Doofy Brothers and, and like loved their podcast. So I want to shout out those guys. And if um, if they you know if they want some stickers, they have to go to room two hundred eight. I, I hope I got Erica's Erica's class number right, but she will have some stickers for those guys if if uh, if they're they they, they so, so choose. But um, you know, always excited to hear about fans because uh, it's just funny to hear that people actually listen to us and, and like our podcast. So thanks, guys. Hey man, crazier things have happened. That's, so that's true. Yeah, so that, that's a good good little story. Yeah. I can't say too many people I've run into down here in Virginia have uh, embraced the Doopy Brother lifestyle yet. But it, it, is, it is one of the perks that I'm adjusting to of living up in Philly. People know what the union are, and and I can talk, talk to people talk to people about it. So it's been fun. You're a local celeb, man. I man, I am down here just for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about your your giveaway. All right, so last week uh, we said if you leave a review on our pod, then your name will be put into a little 
pot of names. And I've got a couple added time bracelets. If you don't know what added time is, they're a cool little soccer company. They make these elastic bracelets for soccer fans that represent some of the greatest soccer moments in uh, history. So the two that I have, I've got a 94 World Cup USA beating Colombia. And it's got the denim with the white stars on the inside. It's got um, a red band with a couple marks kind of signifying the 90 minutes of play and where the U.S. scored. The other one is a U.S. Nas- uh, US women's national team one. Their victory over the Netherlands in the last World Cup, 2-0. Um, it's, it's got a nice navy blue with stars with all the players' names. And then on the inside, it's got a Meg Rapino kind of silhouette with her pink hair and a rose for Miss Rose Lavelle, both where they scored in their game. So two really cool bracelets. Um, yeah. And so uh, I'll give I'll give one away to two or well, to two different people. So I've got all the names in a hat. Um, <laughs> it's funny doing this live. But it's a recording, but we'll pretend it's all exciting here. So the first one will be for the '94 World Cup bracelet, the denim. My personal favorite. Um, this one's going to go to unfold the paper here. Colmart twenty five left a nice review. His review said, "Do great podcast for covering the union and excellent coverage of a tough stretch of play and the Gaz Dog signing in episode ninety. So, Colmart twenty five, uh, reach out to us on Twitter. Um, we'll get your address and I'll send this along to you." You'll like it and appreciate the review. The next one, the Women's World Cup, Rose Lavelle and Meg Rapino scoring two goals to beat the Netherlands in the last World Cup. Reaching the hat here. Dig deep. Going to go to Board Girl 260. Board Girl 260. Nice. He left a review that said, My favorite union podcast. Always worth a listen. Doop. So... Shout out to those two. Thank you guys for the for the reviews and everyone else who left reviews. Um, we always appreciate those. Always let us know how we're doing and how we can do better for you. And we'll try to find some more prizes to keep passing out. So thank you guys for those reviews. Um, again, get, get in touch with us on Twitter and we'll get those to you. Um, if not, I'll keep them for myself. And thank you anyway. I'll leave my email or on on the on the show notes if someone if these people aren't on twitter too so i i, I can i can do that so if they reach out so it's not okay just, no it's like make a account if they don't are on twitter so and we do we do have a uh doopy brother email um account <laughs> oh yeah 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 I'll, I'll post that one <laughs> yeah i think it's doopy brothers at gmail all right i think i came up with that myself hilarious stuff so, um I've, Okay, I'm already logged in i was gonna say i have no idea what the password is but <laughs> it kept me logged in we're good so That's... yeah doopy brothers at gmail.com feel free to email me if you want to just say hey all right nice cool all right we're we're running low here we're running low but predictions let's do it no no we gotta do our weekly bets man oh yeah i forgot about that what what parlays you got going on for uh this weekend okay give me a minute i need to pull it up you go first all right well i already mentioned i had a free 100 dollars on DraftKings, so i just throw it on the union i'll make that game a little more fun to either win freely or uh not um i so i did a saturday parlay <clears throat> i have cincinnati tying new england a little bit of a uh, cincinnati's home so i'm hoping that they can at least pull off a tie that's still a bold one 
Yeah, I figure in their new stadium, like last time they were in there. Well, uh, they won last weekend. I don't know if that was home or away, but. I mean, Rebs are pretty good. Yeah, but, you know, they're still the Rebs. <laughs> and then I have, all right, so that was my first one. That's going to be a tie. Uh, Columbus Crew beating Toronto and LAFC beating NYFC, uh, NYCFC. Um, so it was three-pick parlay. Nice little turn five into $69. How could I not make that bet? Nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. I also did a Saturday three-game parlay. Um, I'm not psyched about it. I don't I don't love these picks, but it was just, you know, this weekend of slate was, was tough to pick from. Uh, so I have Atlanta beating Nashville, giving Nashville their first loss of the season. That's at, bold. At, at Atlanta. So I feel like that's, you know, not out of the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. And then I also have Montreal beating Chicago at Chicago. Yeah, Chicago sucks, so I, I think that might be okay. And then Rapids beating Dallas at home, which I, I, that could go either way. I feel like Dallas is decent, Colorado is decent. I haven't watched those teams too too closely this year, but I feel like they both they're pretty similar quality. But I, I'm going to give the Rapids the edge. I, I I do like a lot of those guys on that team, so I want to root for them. But yeah, that's my, that's yeah. my that's my parlay pick. Very nice, man. One Very these, nice. One of these weeks, it's gonna I'm gonna get that get that W and um it's gonna be fun but we'll see if it's if it's this one <laughs> we'll hit we'll hit at some point we'll hit at some <laughs> point all right so now the moment predictions what do you think we got portland coming to town you seemed a little nervous i'm yeah. gonna say we're gonna i think i think we're gonna have a good game i think it'll be a nice easy two nothing win wow okay i'm gonna go one one tie and i'd be happy with that because yeah, I think Portland is good. I think that'd be a, a solid result. Um, you know, I, you know, it, as long as you know it, they play well and it's not a, a fluky, fluky tie. But I, yeah, I, I'd be happy with one-one. I think the goal scorer would be Casper. I think he's going to keep his form. He's he's been killing it. So I'm going to ride the hot hand. That that might be the most boring prediction. I know a one-one tie with a Casper goal. Yeah, that's, cool, man. That's cool. that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna say yeah. Like I said, two nothing. I'll take Sergio, and we're gonna get Bizo on the score sheet. Oh, that'd be fun. You know, that would be you know what is eighth eighth game of the season after uh, Ray had so many <laughs> opportunities and he scored. I I think, but Bizo man, he's he's getting up there. He's gonna score. Yeah. All right, man. Well, solid podcast. Um, I'll say it. No one will agree, but hey, we did it. <laughs> you know, just throwing them out every week. It That's happened. what two brothers are here. Yeah. All about that quantity. Creeping up to 100 episodes. We're trying to figure out what we want to do for our 100th episode. I'm hoping to maybe be doing something at a game or a tailgate. I don't know. Maybe we'll do soccer. Maybe maybe we'll another do, little. We'll do soccer. Maybe we'll do some soccer. I don't know. We could do that like uh, like we did before. That um, Yeah, pick up thing. That'd be cool. Yeah, pick, uh, that was fun. Yeah. Things like uh, Anyway, no one wants to hear us playing that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. As always, uh, subscribe leave a review, what other, whatever podcast people say, and uh, go on, keep on being good people. Union Gold!